Hey everybody, we are back and I hope you had a very relaxing holiday, uh, but it's time to get back at it. Uh, in today's episode, we are going to be talking about some moves you can make for the remainder of the week as well as recap the five games on Wednesday night. Let's get to biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL today. much for uh i don't know i'm sorry i uh, i lost my mind there for a second but i'm back all right how you doing this is fantasy nhl today i am your host blake creamer feet please follow me on twitter at blake creamer se i'm gonna be tweeting like crazy out there all right I'm, I'm doing my best to try and put some content out there so uh yeah please follow me um also i if i could ask you a very quick favor please go and and give this podcast a rating hopefully you like it if you do give it five stars leave a review follow do all those things all right i need validation all right that's uh that's just me i'm a very insecure person all right Uh, but if you could do that for me, that would be awesome. And again, as I said, this is Fantasy NHL today. Uh, yeah, um, back after the holiday break here. Um, I've been off for, for a week and a bit, but I just haven't been able to get back to podcasting. Just uh, been crazy. We've had some family in town and yeah, just the two kids and, and Christmas and everything. So, uh, But things are starting to settle down. I'm heading back to work here soon, so yeah, I thought I'd uh, pump out an episode here for you. Um, yeah, I missed doing this, so I'm excited to get back at it, all right? But I think this is going to be a, a good episode. We will just, uh, as I said, we'll talk about some uh, some players you can target for the remainder of the week, plus we'll talk about the top waiver wire ads and drops uh, for Wednesday night here, and then I'm going to give you three players uh, that I think you should target that I'm going to call streamers with benefits, all right? And then we'll recap the games as well, just uh, for good measure. But before we do that, we need to get into some NHL news. News! New news! 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 Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's been a while. I'm not going to recap every little bit of news that's happened uh, since I last talked to you, but I'll, I'll try and give you the, the Coles notes here of uh, stuff that's uh, current. Uh, news today, Morgan Riley of the Maple Leafs is set to return. It sounds like he's going to return on Thursday. So that's very good news for the Leafs. Uh, they're, they're, uh, their back end there is limping with, uh, with all the injuries that they've got there uh, to their defensemen. So Morgan Riley coming back, I mean, he's their clear number one. He's their quarterback on the power play. So hopefully that equals a just a, a bit more consistent production out of the top players there on Toronto. Uh, they have been doing well, obviously, but, uh, you know, the team especially. So now that you throw Morgan Riley back in there, and, and uh, now we're cooking. So I've got uh, Austin Matthews in uh, a couple leagues. Let's get to biz, Austin Matthews. What are you doing? I called you for the Rocket Richard Trophy, and you're making me look like a dink. All right? So get to biz. Um, yeah, Morgan Riley set to return Thursday. Book it. All right? How about uh, for the Avalanche, Nichuskin? Nichuskin? 
uh, he re-injured his uh, surgically repaired ankle. So uh, that's that's a tough blow for the Avalanche there. They've been stricken with injuries this year to a, a lot of their top players. So Nachushkin is going to be out again indefinitely. Um, yeah, just a... Just unlucky. Uh, this guy looked like he's going to be a beauty this year. So, I mean, look for players like Lekkonen to step it up. Um, Evan Rodriguez uh, is going to, you know, get his time in there. Maybe Alex Newhook, uh, he, you know, he he did well for a little bit there. Maybe he gets more of a look. So, yeah, uh, take a look and see how the deployment goes in Colorado with Nachuskin out. I think Lekkonen is going to be the clear winner there. That's my two cents. Um, Tori Krug is going to be out for a while. He's got a lower body injury. He's going to be reevaluated in six weeks. So that, that's ominous for sure. When you hear reevaluated, so that doesn't even mean six weeks. That could mean eight weeks, nine weeks, 10 weeks. So, I mean, Krug was, uh, was not really fantasy relevant this year. He probably was rostered on, on a lot of teams, but, uh, yeah, if you had him, you can definitely drop him. I, I don't even think he's worth putting in your IR at this point. Um, uh, just cause it's going to be a while and we'll, I don't know what he's going to be like when he comes back anyway. So yeah, tough break for Tory Krug. Um, but he's out. All right. And then uh, who, another guy who's out, unfortunately, is uh, John Carlson of the Capitals. He is out indefinitely after taking a slap shot to the head. That is rough. Um, so, yeah, wishing Carlson all the best. I mean, the same thing just happened to Chris Tanev, uh, you know, uh, a few weeks ago. So, um, I mean, <laughs> if you really think about it, hockey is an insane game. I mean, these guys are flying out there on skates. They're all over 200 pounds, smashing each other into the boards and then shooting hundred mile an hour slap shots out there with a, with a frozen rubber puck. Like it's just, Damn it! Is that goal regulation size or what? <laughs> I'm surprised this type of crap doesn't happen more often. So wishing John Carlson all the best. Hopefully he, he gets back soon, but uh, right now he's out indefinitely. That's doesn't sound like a good sign. So he's most likely concussed. Um, Carter Hart also of the Flyers was injured in a recent game. He's got an upper body injury, no timeline for his return. The hits keep coming for the Flyers. It's, uh, yeah, been a rough season. Obviously they, they started out hot. That's kind of what Tortorella does. He gets everybody sort of, you know, firing for a little bit and then, uh, it's the inevitable fall off and yeah, the Flyers are, are what we thought they were. <laughs> it just took a little longer to get there. But yeah, rough, rough break there for Carter Hart because uh, I think their their other backup, Felix Sandstrom, is is ill as well. So it's it's just, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> rough times for Philly Flyer fans. So there you go. And then uh, Alec Martinez, uh, Vegas, he's out uh, after blocking a shot last game. We got no info on that, but I mean. Yeah, not not sure when Martinez is going to be expected back, but that that sucks for uh, Vegas as well. Okay, that is the news. So now what I'd like to do is get into uh, the waiver wire stuff uh, really quick before we get into uh, kind of our strategies for the remainder of the week. Okay. So let's look at the top five ads and the top five drops um, for Wednesday night. All right. All right. Okay. First, um, Aiden Hill um, was the number one added player for the night, obviously uh, for his game tonight in Anaheim, and uh, it didn't go too well. All right, I was one of those people that picked him up. It wasn't a good time. All right, we'll talk about it a little later. But yeah, Aiden Hill was the number one. Made sense. He was getting it for the start tonight. Uh, Next up was Casey DeSmith. Another guy I picked up. Another player that did not do well. 
Um, <laughs> so the top two ads there makes sense to just uh, backup starts um, for the players there. Um, the third most added player uh, is an interesting one. We'll talk about it in a little bit is uh, Mike Amadio, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. So yeah, he's a, he's a very interesting player. He's only 12% rostered on Yahoo. Um, he, he's been doing well. He's got uh, one, two, five, six, seven, yeah, seven. I'll just, I love counting uh, on, on the air. It's, it's, again, it's good podcasting. Anyways, uh, seven points in his last five games. A reasonable deployment? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about him a little bit, but um, yeah. Michael Amadio might be something that sh- somebody who should be on your radar. All right, um, let's see. Yeah, he, he had an assist tonight too, so that's pretty good. Um, next up, Eric Gustafson of the Capitals. So he's going to be the main beneficiary of the John Carlson injury, right? He's, he's uh, um, you know, he had a hat trick five games ago. What the hell? Um, you know, and he's just been flying ever since then. So, I mean, he's got nine points in his last five games. He's only 42% rostered. He can do some damage out there. So, yeah, definitely take a look and see if Gustafson is out there, if it makes sense for your team. I think he's a good ad for sure. And then uh, the number five added player, Michael Rasmussen of the Red Wings. I am going to talk about this player a little later. Um, he's got a lot going for him right now. He's, he's he, uh, you know, I don't want to talk too much about him, but I like the ad a lot. Right now he's playing first line with Dylan Larkin and David Perron, and he's getting uh, first line power play as well. So I, I like to see this Rasmussen. Um, yeah, he hasn't had this type of deployment um, in his career. So we'll, we'll talk about him a little later, but he had a nice game tonight, um, you know, Detroit and Vegas. So we'll talk about Rasmussen a bit, but those are your top five ads. The top five drops, the drippy drops. Uh, number one dropped player, Keandre Miller of the Rangers. What, what, what happened to, you know, <laughs> I love Keandre Miller. I don't get the I don't get the 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 drop here. It's it's just to this extent. I mean, if you had Miller, what were you expecting? You know, like he's he's gonna be a you know he's like a second pairing defenseman. He gets good peripherals, occasionally gets some points. This is kind of what you what you have in Keandre Miller. So I mean, he is streamer level. So I guess maybe you stream him in for the game and then you drop him. But yeah, he's being dropped like uh, you know like an anvil. So I don't know if I get that, but uh, I like me some Keandre Miller. So when the Rangers have good schedule, he's definitely a pickup. Um, Tory Krug is the next one down. That's been dropped. That makes total sense. He's on uh, uh, long-term IR. Get that garbage out of here. All right. Third most dropped player on Wednesday, Charlie Lindgren of the Capitals. Yeah, what have you done for me lately, buddy? Besides win a crap ton of games. <laughs> but uh, obviously Darcy Kemper came in um, last game and pitched a shutout. So that's it, Charlie Lindgren. You and your beautiful mustache must go now, all right? There's no mustache like my father's mustache. That's the biggest mustache in town. So looks to me, I, I think Kemper is the clear number one there. I don't think there's a goaltending controversy. It's nice to see Kemper come back in and, and have that success. So Lindgren is going to be a great stream you know on back-to-backs or or you know when he's scheduled to play I think he's a really solid goal he's had a great um uh just he's had a, a good season so far and he filled in admirably for Kemper and I think honestly if Kemper starts to falter like I think Washington's very comfortable going to Lindgren so someone to keep an eye on he's 24% rostered I had him I dropped him but uh yeah um I like the player a lot and yeah, just keep an eye on what's going on there in uh 
um, in Washington. Sorry, he's 46% rostered, not 24% rostered. Um, next most dropped player, Alec Martinez. Yeah, as we talked about, he um, he was out for this game. You know, he's not going to get you any points, really. He's got one point in like, I don't know, 10, 12 games or something. You pick up Alec Martinez for the perifs, and even more than that, the blocks. He's a block master. This guy, his body is like a just a... <laughs> just a bag of bones. I don't even understand. Um, this guy's got like adamantium, like Wolverine. That's that's what he does. And finally, you know, a block that he blocked a shot and he couldn't he couldn't continue the game. So that must have been one hard shot. I don't know. Probably just blocked one of Phil Kessel's shots uh, from the point. You know, uh, I don't even I don't know where I'm going with this. Big Phil, the hot dog man. Ask me about my wiener. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know why I'm trashing uh, Phil Kessel. He's a lovely person. And then uh, the last uh, or the fifth most dropped player was Jeremy Swayman um, of the Boston Bruins. He's 67% rostered, so it's pretty tough to hold. I mean, to hold Swayman because Allmark is just—he's on another planet this season. So Swayman, I think, yeah, anything happens to Allmark, you 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 pick him up immediately. But um, I think there was thoughts that they were going to go 1A, 1B in Boston this year with Swayman and Allmark, and Allmark just took the reins and went with it. And, and granted, Swayman was injured, but Allmark, you know, also did his thing, and he he's just flying right now. So Swayman's starts are going to be few and far between. I think they're going to ride Allmark as much as possible, especially while he's hot. Okay. And that is your top waiver wire ads and drops for Wednesday. Now, what I'd like to do is look at the rest of the week, okay, and see uh, maybe where we can get some value, um, you know, where we can maximize our games played. So let's take a look. Uh, so to, um, recording this, this is uh, Wednesday night, so you'll, you'll hear it Thursday morning, but uh, there are five teams remaining that play three games in four nights, okay, uh, starting on Thursday. And those teams are the Chicago Blackhawks, the Ottawa Senators, San Jose Sharks, the Buffalo Sabres, and the Florida Panthers. Um, so, again, those are five teams that play three games in four nights. And um, maybe even more importantly here, let's look at four teams that play uh, the two remaining off nights, which are Friday and Sunday. Okay, so these, um, we've talked about streaming before and, and the importance of streaming players in on the off nights. Because if you pick up a player, but it's on a busy night, you might not even be able to get that player into your lineup because you've got all your other players playing. So streaming in on off nights is really key. So we've got four teams that play the two remaining off nights, which are Friday and Sunday. And those teams are the Florida Panthers, the Carolina Hurricanes, the New Jersey Devils, and the Seattle Kraken. All right. So let's uh, take a look at some of the players you can target for those games uh, that are less than 50% rostered on Yahoo. And we'll just go through the, go through the teams here. So for Chicago, um, you want to make sure Seth Jones is rostered. I was surprised he's actually 55% rostered. I know Chicago is stinky this year. They're just, uh, you know, they're just, they're just tooting in everyone's faces. Your son Rip is online toot. Uh, it's been a horrible season. You know, maybe Connor Bedard makes it better for him at the end. I don't know, but 
Seth Jones is still, I think he's still a valuable player, especially in category leagues. You know, he's giving you great perifs and he's getting power play time. You know, this, the Blackhawks are just not good. So, it, you know, his points are, are way down, but he's, he's still giving you some decent perifs. So make sure Seth Jones is rostered. He's 55% rostered on Yahoo. And then your other options there are uh, Max Domi at 24% and Jonathan Taves at 13%, respectively. I mean, both aren't blowing the doors down, but I mean, you know, Domi can maybe give you some offense. Taves, he can maybe give you some offense. The, the good thing is um, Domi and Taves are getting decent deployment. So at the very least, they, they are out there to accumulate some counting stats, right? But, uh, you know, it's not too exciting uh, picking up any of those players. Next up is Ottawa. Um, there's not it's slim pickings there for Ottawa, especially 50% or under. So you're looking at Jake Sanderson, uh, defenseman there, 34% rostered. He's going to get you some decent uh, defenseman like stats. He, you know, um, he, I think he's getting second power play time currently. He'll get you hits and blocks uh, at a reasonable level, maybe some points. Shane Pinto as well. Uh, he's nine percent rostered. So take a look and see those guys again. This is just to maximize your games played, right? You got four more nights left, and these these teams play three times. So one move, you can get three games. Let's move on to San Jose. Uh, Logan Couture, he's forty nine percent rostered. Now I like that. Um, Couture should be rostered, in my opinion. Um, you know, I think he should be higher than forty nine percent. San Jose, they they don't have a lot of options, and Couture is. He's there. He's he's right there playing with you know their best players. So I, I think it, I think it's a good pickup. So take a look and see if he's available. Again, you're getting three games in four nights, and then my guy Mario Ferrario. It's me, Mario, uh, as I like to call him, or Mario Ferraro, uh, which uh, his mother actually called him. Um, he's only two percent rostered, but I like this guy. He's a, such a beefer. He's just a unit. Um, you're getting hits and blocks and he plays over 20 minutes a night. So he's getting deployed pretty well and he might throw in a goal or an assist here and there, but he's mostly going to give you those hits and blocks like a beast that he is. So go out and check out big Mario. Okay. For Buffalo, uh, again, this is going to be an interesting team. They have three games and four nights, but one of their games at home is in danger of potentially being postponed just due to the weather there in Buffalo. So keep an eye on that, right? Because if if uh, you know if if that game is postponed, then this whole strategy kind of goes out the window. So um, that said, look at Dylan Cousins. He's still only fifty six percent rostered. I know I said fifty percent or under, but when I see a guy like Dylan Cousins. At 56%, he should be rostered. He, he's obviously he's fallen off uh, big time as to what he was doing there. His shots are down, his scoring chances are down, um, but he's still he's still power play one. Okay, with uh, with all those offensive beasts on the Sabers, and uh, yeah, I mean it, it's going to be an up and down season. He's a young player. But I do believe that Cousins should be rostered at this point. And then Jack Quinn, he's like the uh, he's like the B version of Dylan Cousins, at least this season. He's only 9% rostered. So his deployment has gone down pretty significantly. So again, those are the two players I like on Buffalo. You know, take it for what it's worth. And then Florida, we talked about, they, they, they don't have too many good options either. Um, Anton Lundell is 26% rostered on Yahoo. He's back off injury. Um, they could ramp him up. I think there was there was uh, there was some expectations of Lundell this year, and he really has not, um, you know, <laughs> he hasn't met those expectations. So um, that said, just just keep an eye on it. I think Lundell is a nice 
He's a nice player. Again, we said Florida has three games and four nights, but they're the only one of uh, these five teams that play on two off nights. So they still have two remaining off night games. So you might like Lundell there. Check and see if he's available. Uh, and then uh, sleeper, Luo Staranen. Um, he's only 2% rostered, but I mean, he's been getting some decent deployment as well with the team. So those, those are the only two I can really think of on Florida. Um, yeah. What is that man's name? Sorry. Uh, E2 Luo Staranen. Joey Jojo <laughs> Jr. Shabadoo. That's the worst name I ever heard. Oh, no. Hi, Joey Jojo. What a legend. He's going on the all name team. E2 Luo Starinen. All right. There's a lot of uh, vowels in there. I think there's too many vowels in there, but that's, that's fine. That's just my opinion. Anyways, there you go. Those are the teams I was talking about there. Now let's look at the, the, the um, four teams. Well, we'll go three teams. The three teams remaining that have Friday and Sunday games, okay? And this is where I think you can actually get a bit more value. So let's have a look at Carolina. Oh, Carolina. I don't know why I just thought of that song. But uh, yeah, that's kind of a simple joke, and I'm a simple man. Let's look at Brady Shea, all right? Brady Shea, defenseman for the Hurricanes. He's 30% rostered. Um, he's been, he's, he's come to play, uh, the last few games here. He's looked good. I mean, he, he had a game off there. I think he was out for personal reasons. Um, but I think Brady Shea is a nice pickup here, uh, especially 30% rostered. He's getting very decent deployment. Um, and he'll give you decent perifs. So in his last, I don't know, let's, let's take a look here. Last five games, he's got four points. That's pretty nice. You know, he's averaging over 20 minutes, uh, on ice per game. So Brady Shea, I like what you have to say. All right. The Brady Shea way. I don't know why I keep talking about Brady Shea. Let's move on to Seth Jarvis. I think this is another player that, again, lots of expectations moving on, moving uh, into the season here. Has not even come close to reaching them. Um, that said, he is on a line right now with uh, Toivo Teravainen. I want Iguodala. And uh, Sebastian Ajo coming back off injury. So, um I like I like that deployment. I like who he's playing with. It it just hasn't happened for him this year. So, um, but I do think uh, there's some good value here for Jarvis. He should be rostered again. His his deployment's just just gone down the tubes. But we'll see. He's got those two off nights. So get him in your lineup. Tell him Blake sent you. Okay. And then you've got uh, who who else here? Let's take a look. Jordan Stahl has actually been playing pretty well. He's going to give you some uh, good peripherals. So there's not too many shots, but he's going to hit. He hits like a Mack truck, this man. So um, if hits count in your league, yeah, this is a this is a very good pickup. Um, and he's, he's getting some okay deployment, and he's been playing well in his last five games. Um, let's see, two, three, four, seven, eight points in his last five games. What is going on here? Um, I don't understand. But I like what I'm seeing. All right, he's giving you a ton of peripherals, and he's got eight points in his last five games. So Jordan Stahl is a nice little pickup here, and then uh, Stefan Nosen. This guy has uh, he's been doing all right this year. Decent shots, decent hits, and uh, he might get you some power play points too. So take a look at those players there on Carolina. All right, next up, let's talk about the Devils. We're the Devils. The Devils. Um, we've got some decent options here. Eric Halla, 13% rostered. 
you know, he can get you some shots, maybe some points. Thomas Tatar, 11% rostered. Again, shots and points only. Um, they're both kind of third liners on, on that team. Uh, as well as this next guy, who I'm actually a bit more high, uh, a bit higher on, Igor Sherengovic. I must break you. The man. He's 7% rostered on Yahoo, and uh, I am going to talk about him um, a little bit later in the show. Some of his advanced statistics, especially over the last uh, couple weeks, have been pretty awesome. So um, it hasn't really equaled success on the ice, but I mean that you could that kind of describes the whole New Jersey Devils team at this point, <laughs> besides Jack Hughes and you know a couple others. But um, Sharon Govich has has some some good stuff under the hood here, so we'll talk about him in a little bit. But I do like that ad quite a bit. All right. Now let's move on to Seattle. Um, basically, uh, Seattle's whole team is under 50% rostered, so I'm not going to go uh, a ton into all their players, but the, you know they have pretty much um, you know whatever you're looking for. If it's a category league, you can get um, that. There are lots of lots of different players that can get you what you need there. Okay, but the player that I like the most, um, well, there's a couple players I like the most. I mean, if you want perifs, I like Adam Larson a lot. Adam Larson, defenseman there. He's only 40% rostered. He's getting a ton of deployment. You know, last game uh, in Vancouver, he played almost 30 minutes, you know, and then in tonight's game in Calgary, he had an assist, two shots on goal, five hits, two blocks. Like, yes, please. That's awesome. Adam Larson is a peripheral god, all right? And he's actually been putting some points on the board, four assists in the last five games. I like that. So Adam Larson's a good pickup. Um... Again, Matty Beniers, he's he's slowed down considerably. Only two points in his last five games. Deployment's still strong, though. You know, underlying numbers aren't very strong as they weren't before when he was converting. So I think it's just his shot percentage has gone way down, just fallen off a cliff. That said, I think he's still rosterable. I think he's still probably your main guy for the Calder Trophy at this point. You know, besides a couple goalies, maybe. Um, you know, Jared McCann's there. But the guy I really like is Oliver uh, Bjorkstrand. Welcome to Iceland. There is no sunlight. You are on fire. And we'll talk about him in a little bit. But uh, yeah, he's he's been putting up some insane um, advanced stats over the last two weeks. So I think there's there might be something there. Um, Bjorkstrand's been like this uh, throughout his career. You know, uh, he's he's a streaky player. He doesn't convert at a high level, but you know what he does on the ice gives him a, a very good chance to be successful. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. All right, and that is um, the players that I wanted to bring to your attention just for um, the remainder of this week. And now I want to talk about three players that we've alluded to in, in, in the, that group of players here that I think you can target that I'm calling streamers with benefits. So these are streamers. They're streamer-level players. But there might be something more to it. They might be players that you know could pop off in the next little bit here, and you might end up keeping them on your team. So let's take a look here. The first one is uh, Michael Rasmussen, who we talked about already from Detroit. And I'll just give you a, a, a little bit of a glimpse into some of the advanced statistics that have been you know, going on with him over the past two weeks. 
Uh, currently, he's on the top line with Dylan Larkin and David Perron, which we talked about. He's also on the top power play. And in his last five games, how about two goals, five assists? That's pretty nice. Now, at even strength, um, in the last two weeks, up against the rest of the league, he's 58th in shots on goal per 60. He's 19th in the league in individual scoring chances for per 60. And he's 12th in the league in high danger uh, chances for per 60. That's pretty darn good. And, uh, you know, his deployment over the last three games, look at these last three games numbers, 1926, 18 minutes, 1910. And before that, he was looking at 1348, you know, 1554, 15, 15, 12.55, all that. So something's happened. He's been boosted to the top line and he's running with it. You know, he's, he's actually got seven points in his last three games if we want to be, you know, technical about it. And that includes a four-point game against Tampa Bay on the 21st. So I like Michael Rasmussen a lot. I think this is a player you might want to just grab and then see how it goes later. Because one nice thing about Rasmussen as well is he's going to give you some peripherals. This man uh, in 80 games last season had 142 hits. That's awesome. You know, so um, he's going to give you some perifs. He's getting some power play time, which is not common. So we'll see how that goes. But, uh, you know, he's not a big shooter. I'd like to see him shoot a little bit more. His shooting percentage is right along uh, lines of his, his career average. So there's not any regression, I think, that could really happen there. He only has six goals and 11 assists in 31 games. So that's not amazing. But it's only been the last three games where he's been elevated to the top line here. 69 hits. Nice. And 29 blocks. Very nice. Um, you know, in 31 games. So he's he's doing more than just uh, scoring and stuff in his last few games. He's, he's getting some perifs as well. So Michael Rasmussen, I think, is a nice pickup. Unfortunately, it doesn't help so much this week um, with Detroit. But next week, Detroit has three games, but two of those games are on off nights. So I think Michael Rasmussen uh, should be on your radar at the very least. I might pick him up. I mean, he was the fifth fifth most added guy. He got another two assists tonight, so I think he'll probably continue to be added. So you might want to jump on Michael Rasmussen early if you're really interested in him. Um, I, I like what I'm seeing here. And, uh, you know, this is a big guy. He's 6'6", 211. Sheesh. You know, uh, they, they got guys like this on Detroit. They also got my guy, Elmer Fudd Soderblom. Magic helmet, and I'll give you a sample. All right, but he's <laughs> he's not going the way Rasmussen is. You know, he's just coming back off injury. But uh, Rasmussen's your guy. I like the ad. Go out and get him, okay? Um, next player is a player I just talked about, um, Oliver Bjorkstrand. So, of uh, the Seattle Kraken. And again... This is, we're talking about a third liner here. Um, he, you know, currently he's playing on the third line with Yanni Gord and Ryan Donato, but he is getting power play one reps. So let's take a look at Bjorkstrand. Uh, his last five games, only two points in his last five games. So that, that's not very good. Both those points came in the same game against Vancouver. But um, he's, he's putting some shots on the board and he's getting a ton of scoring chances. So let's look under the hood here and see some of the advanced statistics that, that we're dealing with here with um, uh, Bjorkstrand. So um, last, uh, the last couple weeks at even strength, he's first in the league in individual scoring chances for per 60. First, that is pretty darn nice. 
this is a third liner, right? So, I mean, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but um, if this guy could co- convert at any kind of, you know, decent level, we, you know, he'd, he'd be on a hot streak instead of a cold streak. So first overall in the entire league in the last two weeks, he's got the most scoring chances for per 60, his rate stats. He's also sixth in the league in individual Corsi for per 60. So lots going on offensively for Bjorkstrand, except for converting. That's not happening. But because Seattle has such a nice um, schedule, again, just the Friday, Sunday remaining, I think you got to get him. Go pick up Bjorkstrand. He's, he's available in pretty much everywhere, right? And no one's looking at him. I think this guy can pop off, you know? We've seen Seattle go hugely offensive in games. You know, sometimes they play run and gun, and I think that benefits Bjorkstrand. And this is a guy who, in the past, has... He definitely has offensive acumen. We know that, right? Um, but he's he's been... Uh, hampered by injuries uh, occasionally. Last year, he had a nice season, 57 points in 80 games. I think there was an expectation that he might do uh, better this year with the Kraken, and it just hasn't happened. He's on pace for 40 points. That's not good, right? It's, uh, it's kind of a, he's kind of stepping backwards from where he was with Columbus, but, you know, it's a new team. He's trying to figure it out. Um, last season as well, he had uh, 215 shots. That's nice. Um, everything else is kind of on the same pace besides his shooting percentage. His shooting percentage is comically low this year. Um, Last year, it was 13%. His career average is 11.4%. This year, he's shooting 4.7%. Come on, my guy. Hit the net. This guy plays like me, uh, all right? Yeah, lots of chances. Can't hit the net, all right? right, Can't, you know, just, just bury the damn puck. So I like Bjorkstrand moving forward. Again, um, this is a player that I think can get hot and I think can start to get deployment once he gets a little bit hot. So keep an eye on it. Um, currently, yeah, he's, he's a third liner playing, playing power play one. So take it with a grain of salt. He's definitely good for this week, in my opinion. And the last player I want to talk to you about, Yegor Sharangovich. We talked about him already. Um, you know, he's right there. He's, he's basically like Oliver Bjorkstrand, uh, statistically again, even strength. He's seventh overall in individual Corsi four per 60. So lots of shots going to the net. He's sixth in the league in high danger chances for per 60. He's second in the league in individual scoring chances for per 60. And he's a third liner with no power play whatsoever. He's playing with, uh, Dawson Mercer, I think, and Jesper Bukvist, Bukvist. Um, so, you know, temper expectations, but these are guys of, of all the guys on, uh, Jersey. I, I like Sharon Govich. Uh, I think I like him better than Tatar. I like him better than Hala. Maybe I'm just being optimistic. I don't know. <laughs> Those guys are actually doing more currently, but, uh, Sharon Govich, I think has the ability to, to break out here. And I, and I think there was again, thoughts that he was going to be a bit of a sleeper this year and, and kind of pop off. You know, he had 46 points last year. Not going his way really this year, um, but you know it is what it is. Um, his game tonight again zeros across the board. He had two shots on goal, um, but 15 minutes on ice that's not terrible uh, considering he's had some some poor deployment over the last little bit. So, anyways, take a look at Igor Sharangovich. He might be available. He should be available, honestly. 
And uh, yeah, that's that. And those are the players that I think are kind of streamers with benefits at this point. Let's quickly go over the five games in the NHL. And then, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see where we're at. So the first game we're going to talk about is the Lightning against uh, the Montreal Canadiens. And this was in Tampa Bay. Tampa takes it 4-1. Uh, no surprise here. Um, yeah, let's take a look. Vasilevsky was the starter um, where Jake Allen takes the loss. Let's look at the Canadians here. Um, there's not too much to like, honestly. Um, Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki, Suzuki really sort of falling off here. They're getting the deployment, but nothing's happening really. So, I mean, Caulfield had three shots. Suzuki had one shot. That was it. Both played over 20 minutes. There's no uh, kind of lines uh, of the night here in Montreal that I really think are important to even talk about. I mean, you know, Josh Anderson had three shots on goal, three hits, one block in 16 minutes, but that's about it. Just a poor game for Montreal. They're, they're a poor team, unfortunately, and Tampa Bay's a really good team. Also, Montreal was 0 for 5 on the power play. So if you're not going to score on the power play, you know, you're going to be in tough against a team like Tampa Bay. That's for sure. Let's move over to T-Bay. There are some players that did really well here. So, um, you know, the usual suspects. Uh, Brayden Point, obviously, uh, being the main one. This guy, all he does is score beautiful goals. I mean, he he ripped through three Canadians and tucked it past Allen. Like, it was just ridiculous. Like, um, I, I knew Point was going to be good this year, and I'm, I'm happy that that is what's kind of what we're seeing here. Um, Point was criminally underrated and drafted very low just uh, on Yahoo. So for anyone that picked up Braden Point, I'm happy for you. I knew this guy was going to have a good season, and that's continuing now. So it's awesome. Uh, another nice development here, um, Hagel, Brandon Hagel with a goal. This is a player I think you got to have rostered, or, or at least I, I think you should be on a roster. He's playing first-line power play, and, uh, or sorry, first-line and first-line power play with, with the Lightning. He's, his deployment has been strong. He played another 19 and a half minutes this game. And yeah, I mean, if he's going to get time with those players, he, obviously he's not the trigger man, he, he, but he's, he's supplementing them very well. And he's getting consistent deployment with those players and on the power play. So uh, he got a goal tonight, three shots, three blocks. That's a nice little game in 19 and a half minutes. So take a look, see if Hagel's available. He should be, honestly. And then... Um, we, again, we get uh, Hedman and Sergachev. Those are always, uh, you know, talking points for Tampa Bay. Hedman got power play one tonight. He had a nice game, two assists. He was plus three, two shots on goal, two hits, one block. 24 and a half minutes. Yes. Thank you, Victor Hedman. Thank you, Victor. See you at the party, Richter. Appreciate that. Um, you know, I'd like to see more of this from Hedman, right? You know, he obviously had a pretty poor uh, season statistically and fantasy-wise up to this point. So now we're starting to get some counting stats, and I like that. Um, Sergachev got an assist as well on the power play. You know, three shots on goal, two hits, two blocks. He's doing his thing, again, in 23 minutes. They're just running the ship there, no problem. Um, they, they've got a nice defensive core there in Tampa Bay. So, And then Vasilevsky takes the dub. You got to like it. All right? And that's that. Nice game for Tampa there. Let's move on. Bruins, Devils. Bruins take the win, 3-1. Allmark uh, with his 20th win on the season. What the actual hell? Um, and what the hell's going on with uh, uh, New Jersey and, and their, their goaltending? You're sucking on my tendons. 
Vanacek takes another L. He's 12-5-2 uh, and two on the season. This guy looked like he was going to be Allmark uh, earlier in the, in the season, and things have kind of come crashing down for Vitek Vanacek. I think there might be a little bit of a goaltending controversy there in New Jersey. So keep an eye on that. I had Vanacek. I, I moved off him to, to something else just because I don't like not knowing where they're going. Are they going to play Mackenzie Blackwood? Are they going to play Vanacek? It was nice to see Vanacek at the start here. That says to me that he's potentially the number one right now. But, um, you know, this doesn't look good, right? He takes another loss uh, in a close game. So, I mean, I would expect Blackwood to get the next start, and they might just go 1-1-1-1 until someone kind of takes the reins. But anyways, let's, let's talk about Boston. They had, uh, you know, Bergeron again doing his thing. This guy is awesome. I love Bergeron. Archer Berger. Um, you know, game-winning goal, uh, you know, scored late. Four shots on goal, two hits, one block. Yes, please. All right. Um, let's talk about who else. What else, what else we got here? Hampus Lindholm, two assists. Uh, that's, that's nice. Yeah, he's – when McAvoy came back – there was a lot of talk that Hampus Lindholm was not the guy anymore, and I've done some of that talking. And it's weird. You look at the, the deployment this game, McAvoy with 19 minutes, Lindholm with 22 and a half. So I don't know. I, I, I didn't watch this game. But, yeah, Lindholm, I thought he was definitely going to be a drop as, as recently as, you know, a week and a half ago. And I don't know. If you held on to Lindholm, I would probably continue holding on to him at this point. And just let's see what happens, right? He's he's getting some good deployment. If he's you know gets on the gets on the power play here, like now we're talking, right? So I like that. Um, Pasternak, my man, Pasta. He's a cooking of something up. Another assist. Just just keeps rolling. I love this guy. Um, I love drafting him. He was getting drafted late second round. Just insane. This guy's a clearly a first round player. I love David Pasternak. I love him. All right, David Pasternak, if you're out there, I love you, buddy. Thank you for all you do, all right? And then Linus Allmark, again, his record on the season, 20 wins, one loss, one overtime loss. Sheesh. This is crazy stuff. Um, I'm so happy for this guy because he's never done this kind of thing before. So um, looks like just a great situation for him here in Boston, and, and Boston's really clicking. So... I like to see it. I hate to say it because, uh, you know, Canucks fan. But, yeah, Boston's killing it this year. And I'm happy for him. All right? Except for Marshawn. That guy can go jump in the lake. All right? Next game up, Red Wings. Penguins. What the hell happened in this game? Pittsburgh got up 4 nothing in the first period. They lost the game 5-4 in overtime. Whoa. That's a stinky one. So we talked about Casey DeSmith. Yeah. Buddy. What the hell is this? All right. I streamed you in for what I thought was going to be an easy win. All right. And it didn't happen. That's fine. All right. Um, so let's look and see. We'll, we'll talk about Detroit first. So, um, yeah, just just some some good all-around play here. Um, I do want to talk about Kubalik a little bit. He's He's been uh, – I've had some questions about him, drop him, trade him, this and that. You know, he, he put up zeros offensively here, about three shots, two hits. His deployment's nice, 17 minutes, 45 seconds. That, that's encouraging to me that he's getting that kind of deployment. So I would hold on Kubelik. I don't think I would be dropping Kubelik at this point. Um, just my two cents. Uh, Dylan Larkin, hell yeah, you're, you're, you're loving Dylan Larkin this year. He got a goal, five shots on goal, um, 20, uh, over 20 minutes deployment. 
He's your guy. And then we talked about Rasmussen. Uh, let's just look at this game that he had. This is just silly. So one assist. He was plus one. Six shots on goal. Four hits. Three blocks. 19 minutes on ice. Yeah. Big Rasmussen. All right. I think this man could be legit. But, you know, it's going to take more than, than just three games up at the top line for us to determine that. Right. So anyways, have a look there. Um, the other thing that's interesting, yeah, just Mo Sider, man, it's this guy just really, again, expectations are killers and you know, you win the Calder trophy. I think there is some expectation that you'll at least match what you did the season before, especially as a defenseman, you know, and, and it, he's just not going to come close this year. Unfortunately, still peripherally, you know, doing, doing well. He almost played 24 minutes on ice plus two, two shots, four hits, one block. That's nice. But, you know, where is the offense gone? It's, it just seems non-existent at this point. I mean, this guy is going to be a beauty uh, player in the league. No question there. But fantasy-wise, he's pissing us off. What are you doing? You, you probably picked this guy up early, too. Um, I know I wanted to, and he got drafted uh, a little bit earlier than I wanted to take him. So I'm kind of glad that I dodged that bullet because I just think... I don't think it's coming back this season. Anyway, I think Hronik is the guy to own if you want offense from the defenseman on Detroit, right? He had one assist. Again, three shots on goal, three hits. He, he played, uh, yeah, he played more He played more minutes. I mean, he played more seconds. He played two more seconds than Mo Sider. I'm just being dramatic. But he played more, more time on ice than Mo Sider, all right? That is true. Book it, confirmed. I'm looking at the statistics right now, all right? So, anyways, uh, keep an eye on that. I don't even know what there is to keep an eye on. I think Hronik is the player to own for fantasy at this point, unless you're in a Bangers-Cats league, which, uh, you know, most of uh, is obviously awesome. Moving on to Pittsburgh. Crosby was a minus three, did nothing. He played over 20 minutes. So, that, that's, a, that's an off game offensively, anyways, for Crosby. Hello, Sydney. Uh, hi. Uh, but the other guys picked him up. Uh, you know, Kapanen was there. He, he got two assists in seven minutes. That's all he played. Okay. Uh, Malkin, again, you know, not doing too much. Uh, Zucker was the one who kind of did damage. He, he got two goals, um, seven shots on goal, three hits in only uh, almost 17 minutes there. So that's a nice game for Zucker. Um, Rust got two assists there as well. How about Latang? I just, I just love this player. Um, what an absolute unit Chris Latang is. Um, you know, he's zero points on the night, but he played 27 minutes. Two shots on goal, five hits, two blocks. He's just doing it all. Um, I'm a big fan of Chris Latang, especially now. Just w- what a beauty this guy is and just how much he wants to win. You got to respect that. And then, yeah, Casey DeSmith, the backup, takes the L unfortunate. I mean, Detroit was shooting like crazy. They, he led the Smith led in five goals on uh, 46 shots. So, you know, he was under siege and this is what happened. There you go. Drop Casey to Smith, get them the hell out of my sight. All right. I'm going to do it right after this episode. All right, let's move on. Next game up the golden Knights and the Vegas. Well, Vegas is the golden Knights. So the Vegas golden Knights and the Anaheim ducks. Another surprising um, game here. Anaheim takes the win 3-2 in a shootout. So, yeah, I mean, (laughs) I picked up Aiden Hill 
because I thought, yeah, Anaheim, that's easy win, right? And Anaheim stormed out to a 2-1 lead in the first. Vegas tied it up in the second, and then they, uh, they figured it out in the shootout. So, yeah, John Gibson, obviously the number one star. Uh, Vegas outshot Anaheim 51-27. to So, yeah, that's a John Gibson special right there. The man, uh, you know, over 40 shots, that's when Gibson comes to play, all right? He likes his shots, all right? Um, he's like, uh, you know, the, the cast of Jersey Shore. Oh, my God, Ronnie. I don't know where I'm going with this because of the shots. You see, I'm putting it together here. I don't know. Um, anyways, yeah, let's talk about Vegas. So, uh, again, the one player I was talking about earlier, Mike Amadio. He's put together a nice little streak here, seven points in five games. He's getting some reasonable deployment, I think. Yeah, he's a player you should look at, especially if Vegas has a good schedule or, you know, they've, they've got some off nights. So keep uh, Michael Amadio at this point to me. He's not an ad for me, but I think he can be a watch list guy. Let's say that. Yeah, and let's look at a couple other lines here. How about my guy, Ben Hutton? In 11 minutes on ice, he has seven shots on goal. All right. That's nice. I remember Ben Hutton. He used to play for the Canucks. Uh, journeyman defenseman for sure. Thought he was going to get a little bit more uh, time, ice time, seeing as, uh, as Martinez was out, but only 11 minutes on ice. That's not so good. Phil, the thrill Kessel, got an assist. Three shots on goal in just 12 minutes. I don't even know. Yeah, there's... Uh, how about Petrangelo? What a... Here, look at this beastly game. Zero points, but he had five shots on goal, seven blocks, and he played 34 minutes. Man, Petrangelo is a beauty. There's no question there. This this is the type of player you want on your team. And, uh, yeah, just um, good news all around for him. I'm glad he's back. I, know, I think his daughter ha- had some type of illness that needed to be sorted out, and, and she's all out of the woods now. But, um, yeah, just happy he's back playing and getting this kind of deployment. That's awesome. Um, and then, yeah, the, the big guns on, uh, are the guys getting the most deployment, uh, Mark Stone, Chandler Stevenson and Riley Smith, all pretty quiet on the night. Mark Stone did get a goal. Oh, hi, Mark. But yeah, they just couldn't, uh, they couldn't solve Gibby, John Gibson. Um, and then Aiden Hill, yeah, was yanked, uh, after letting two goals in on five shots. What a bum. Come on. Then, uh, Logan Thompson comes in, gets the loss. Uh, but he was perfect. 22 saves on 22 shots. Now let's look at Anaheim. I think uh, Anaheim has a great schedule next week. And by the way, this is a pro tip. Anaheim does have four games next week and they're all on off nights. So go out and take a look at some Anaheim players and see if uh, it makes sense to add to your team. Let's let's talk about a couple of them. One guy that I think should be added uh, definitely for next week, Cam Fowler. He played 31 minutes in this game. That's awesome. I mean, obviously they went into overtime, but... He didn't do a ton. Um, he had one shot and four blocks, but I like Cam Fowler a lot, what he's bringing to the table. What I don't like who's bringing to the table, John Kling- Klingon Klingberg. What what happened to this man? Um, you know, he had a hit and a block in 18 and a half minutes, just just doing nothing on the, on the Ducks. And I know that team is is pretty thin, but I, I I wouldn't have called for Klingberg to fall off this heavily. He's he's an offensive defenseman that that's really giving no offense right now. So... It's pretty rough because I've liked Klingberg for a lot of years when he was on Dallas, but it's just not happening for him here on the Ducks, and that's unfortunate. Players I do like um, big time, obviously Trevor Zegras had a great game. Um, 22 and a half minutes on ice, two assists, seven shots. Damn, 
Yeah, he's doing well. Troy Terry as well. Um, Terry is going to be a beauty next week. He got two assists tonight, um, one hit in almost 25 minutes on ice uh, for four games of that next week. Troy Terry is also, he's got some good stuff going on under the hood. His advanced stats are, are great, Troy Terry. So, um, I don't know. Go kick tires. See if you can try and trade for Troy Terry. I like that man. You don't trade for a guy for one week, but I think Terry uh, has a lot of value past, you know, um, just this next week. But anyways, those are players I like. Mason McTavish as well. Some good options, actually, on uh, Anaheim. So go take a look. See if any of them make sense for your team. It's a nice win for them. They didn't really deserve it at all. But uh, way to go, Gibby. And then lastly, the Flames and the Kraken. Uh, Flames take the win 3-2 in regulation. Game-winning goal goes to my man Hubie, Jonathan Huberdeau, the buy-low special. Um, He's starting to pick it up. He's been doing well lately. I like the game winner tonight. He did play 17 minutes, uh, so the deployment's getting a little better. Uh, How about Nazem Kadri as well? Um, Goal and an assist for him. Four shots on goal, hitting a block, 18 minutes on ice. And then Lindholm has been playing pretty well, uh, very consistently lately. He got an assist as well in 18 minutes. And yeah, I mean, Calgary, they did what they needed to do, right? Um, (laughs) What about my man, Mackie Weeks? Damn. I just can't go a game without, or, you know, an episode without talking about this man. He's, he's just, it's such a surprise. You know, Huberto has kind of brought his game back around. Weaker? No. Um, you know, he was minus one in 18 and a half minutes. Two shots, two hits, one block. He's just, he's doing nothing out there. It's the deployment, really, that, that's confusing me about Uyghur. It just makes me think something more is going on there in Calgary, but I don't know. We, we won't know for now. But uh, anyways, those are your... That is just a quick recap of those games, um, and that's pretty much all I got here. Um, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, yeah, we're gonna. I'm going to pump out some episodes this weekend. I've got a Sunday show with Nate Krutniblink from Apples and Genos, so make sure you check that out as well. And again, please follow me on Twitter at Blake Creamer SE. Please leave me a review. Please leave me a five-star review. Even if you didn't like it, all right? Yeah, that's well, what's it to you? You know, just, just press the five stars and move on, all right? That's all I'm asking. No, that's not what I'm asking, all right? You know what I really want is I want you to tell me what you like and tell me what you want me to talk about, and then I'll, then I'll come on here and give you what you need, okay? But for now... You just get my ramblings, all right? But anyways, I'm glad to be back. I'm going to be pumping out more content soon. Guys, enjoy the rest of your week. Um, Guys and girls and everybody, enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, Hopefully, you crush your opponents this week, and I'll be pumping out an episode on Sunday as well, just talking about the next week's streamer strategies, all right? Hope everybody had an amazing holiday break. Um, You know, we still got some uh, World Junior Hockey on right now. That's been pretty fun to watch, so I've been enjoying that. Hopefully you have too. Like a Canada just demoed Germany tonight. So uh, yeah, things are all is right in the world. Anyways, thanks so much, everyone. Appreciate you. Uh, thank you, Sports Ethos, uh, for presenting this as well. Sportsethos.com. Go check it out. Celebrate your day, everyone. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary. <laughs>